come on and put those hands together right now for our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. There is none other in heaven or on earth. Welcome to another episode of Hope in Christ with Denise here on Kingdom Influences Broadcast. Welcome to Hope in Christ with Denise. I am your host, Pastor Denise and Walker, founder of Hope in Christ Ministries. Thank you for joining me today. I have a special guest today, and before we introduce our special special guest, we're going to have a um, word of devotion and a word of prayer before we start. Father God, we thank you for your word. We thank you for your grace and your mercy, Lord God. We pray, Father God, that those that are listening will hear something from you today. Father, we thank you for a new year. We pray that we would go with you in this year and that those that don't know you would come to know you. In Jesus' name, amen. Again, we're going to start with a devotional, a word of devotion from Psalm 1. On my first recording of my podcast for the year, we um, did a devotional, Psalm 1, and I just want to keep reading it and read it again from Christian, the Christian Standard Bible and just briefly talk about it, and then we'll introduce our guest. Someone says, how happy is the one who does not walk in the advice of the wicked, or stand in the pathway with sinners, or sit in the company of mockers. Instead, his delight is in the Lord's instruction, and he meditates on it day and night. He is like a tree planted beside flowing streams, that bears its fruit in its season, and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever he does prospers. The wicked are not like this. Instead, they are like chaff that the wind blows away. Therefore, the wicked will not stand up in the judgment, nor sinners in the assembly of the righteous. For the Lord watches over the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked leads to ruin. Amen. So again, today, even from the first to today, this is the second um, recording for the year, we want to go with God in 2019 and not walk as the wicked, not walk as those who mock God and those who don't believe in God. We want to go with God. Why? Because he is God and the blessing comes from him. And those people that don't know him, There are some that don't know him, and there are some that don't want to know him. And so those that don't want to know him, we want to keep praying for them, but we must walk in the counsel of God and go in his way in 2019. Amen. So we have a special guest, as I said earlier, and we have um, Minister Todd Marcel. He is an author, a life coach, a visionary, Um, youth minister and motivational speaker. His book title is How to Be Cool and Blueprint. Um, Welcome, Todd, to the show. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Hey, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, First, I just want to say it's an honor and a privilege uh, to have the opportunity to, you know, speak to uh, all your fans and all your guests that's uh, that's listening. Say that to ask what's the question again there? What did you ask? Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Oh um, yeah, sure, sure, sure. And 
Okay, yeah. Um, I got like she said, um, name's Todd Marcel, uh, from Atlanta, Georgia. Grew up in College Park. Uh, husband uh, have three boys. Uh, have nineteen year old, six year old, and a uh, three year old. Uh, I'm a special education teacher, and I'm uh, also a youth minister at the Way Christian Ministries in uh, Decatur, Georgia, and I'm an uh, ordained elder uh, as well. And uh, I've been on this author journey probably for about uh, about about two years. And uh, that, yeah, that's pretty much the uh, synopsis. Amen. So, Todd, can you tell us a little bit about or uh, more in-depth about your book, your first book, How to Be Cool? Oh, yeah, sure, sure. Okay, uh, How to Be Cool, How to Be Cool. First, uh, I got the name from it because uh, people who I worked around or people who have known me, they always say that, you know, I'm a cool guy. So I um, named it. Uh, you know, how to be cool because I said, you know, what am I good at? And so, you know, that's the first thing that came to mind, you know what I'm saying? They say, you know, hey, he's a cool guy. So I said, well, I would do a uh, uh, kind of like, you know, how to be cool um, a book. But how to be cool is, is actually a book for young teens because that's what, you know, young teens try to be. You know, they want to be cool, but they do it in the wrong way. So I decided just to write a book about how to be cool and how to be cool the right way. And, of course, how to be cool the right way is, you know, being a productive member of society, going going to school, getting an education, taking care of your family, making the right decisions in life. So that's what the book How to Be Cool is about. Uh, the term or, you know, the, the phrase how to be cool, of course, may have, you know, get the wrong connotation that, you know, it's all about. Uh, living a, you know, fast life or, you know, it being about uh, being about yourself. But I use that to draw people in, and then once they get into the book, then, you know, I have gotten, uh, you know, reviews back saying how good it was, how influential it was, and I have gotten uh, letters from, you know, people who, you know, been in jail or people who trying to get their life back on the right track saying that, you know, it was an inspiration that they didn't know that, you know what I'm saying, you can be cool, but, you know, still do the right things as well. So uh, that's how the book came about, How to Be Cool. Uh, right now it's still on uh, Amazon.com. Uh, I done sold almost 300 copies independent. So it's a blessing. And uh, as a matter of fact, I wrote How to Be Cool. Let me see. I wrote How to Be Cool at lunch last year, 2017, at the beginning of 2017. So it was really the end of 2016. Heading in 2017, which is an updated version. I actually wrote the book back in 2005, but I kind of put it on the shelf. I didn't do nothing with it. And then the Holy Spirit said, you know, it's time to bring it back out, dust it off and update it. And, uh, you know, I was obedient. That's what I did. And, uh, you know, uh, here in 2019, uh, these are the results. So, uh, so yeah, that's, that's it about how to be cool, but I'm very proud of it. And it's, it really, you know what I'm saying, just scratching the surface, uh, really. So uh, I got a big uh, overwhelming uh, applause from it. You know, people from the neighborhood, people I grew up with, uh, as soon as I put it out, you know, they, they, they wanted to have it. So I'm just thankful for all the support uh, for it, and I'm just I'm, I'm, I'm grateful. 
Amen. And as I was listening to you talk, um, I thought about, I know you say you are a youth minister at your church, but right. I thought about, have you thought about doing a mentoring group that mentors maybe a group of boys of um, with your book? So maybe having them, you know, go through maybe eight weeks of the How to Be Cool um, book and, you know, just different activities. Have you thought about doing that? Uh, I've done something like it, but that's that's a good idea. That's something I have to put in the uh, in the repertoire. Uh, I have spoken to uh, uh, young black males or young males, you know, ab- uh, about the book and about the title, about you know, being cool about the subject. I have spoken at various places about that, but as far as like doing a reading or doing like a little follow through with the book, I I haven't done that yet. So uh, that's definitely something I'm uh going to try to look into uh going forward but uh in my school we have a mentoring program called uh uh boys of man boys of brotherhood i'm sorry not boys of man boys of brotherhood which i lead so uh you know i definitely take uh pages from my book and uh you know implement that in the uh, daily things that we do with them so uh i kind of you know sprinkle in here and there so but not you know full fledged like what you're thinking about, well, that's definitely something uh, I may uh, put in the works. So, yeah, thank thank you for that. Thank you for that idea. Oh, you're welcome. And, um, I, you know, like I said, I thought about it because I see I've been in middle school for so many years. I've seen so many of our, especially our African-American boys, they see being cool as be, getting in trouble, getting right. put out of school, not exactly. doing their school work, you know, and things like that. So that's why I asked, ended up asking you that question. Um, right. Can you tell us a little bit about your your life coaching um, journey? Okay. Uh, that's something that's kind of fresh as far as the life coaching thing. That's something about the uh, – Decided to do. Matter of fact, I just got certified for it probably about like three months ago. So uh, it's fairly new, and so I'm just you know trying to recruit and just trying to market uh, you know that aspect of my life and just trying to you know whoever wants to uh, you know take a shot at me being there you know life coach, then uh, you know I'm ready for it. But like I said, it's fairly new. It's something I just uh, you know got into. But, I mean, you know, to me, I've been life coaching my whole life or, you know, since I had the opportunity to, you know, express myself uh, to other people. So, uh, you know, I think I've been a life coach my whole life. But uh, it's not what you think, you know what I'm saying? It's more than just mentoring. Life coaching is that, you know, you put the responsibility back on them. You just kind of coach them through, but they do all the work. That's kind of what life coaching is about. It's more than just you know, mentoring where you, you know, kind of guide people and life coaching, you just kind of, you know, coach them through, but they do, you know, all the work. They hold themselves accountable. So that's kind of what life coaching is all about. Mm, that sounds good. I I mm. like that too. Um, can you tell us a little bit about your latest book, Blueprint? All right, it's, it's called Bible Print. I'm sorry if I may have uh, – put the wrong thing on the on your website, but it's called Bible Print, and uh, it's God's Blueprint to Your Success. So that's the tagline, God's Blueprint to Your Success, but it's actually called uh, Bible Print. 
uh, the synopsis behind that was I had did a vision board night with my uh, youth group at church, and um, they, it went well. About maybe a year, two years later, I was just going, skimming through some old notes, as you know what I'm saying, uh, you know, ministers do, you know, skim through old stuff. And I found the uh, the speech I had did. And from there, uh, God just took it, and uh, the Holy Spirit just, you know, started moving in me. I grabbed a pen and pad, and I just wrote, 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 you know, uh, what he said to me. And then by the time I finished, I had a whole book. And so that's where Bible print uh, came from. Uh, it's pretty much I'm showing through Scripture uh, how God gives you a vision or idea and how he wants you to take it from concept to reality. Uh, you know, I show you through Scripture because, you know what I'm saying, God do want you to uh, be successful, and, you know, he wants you to use your gifts and talents to make a way for you. And so I show you that in Scripture so you can't say that, you know what I'm saying, something that you thought on your own or um, it's something that, you know, just kind of came out of nowhere, but it's actually, you know what I'm saying, your God-given purpose is your, is your destiny. So another thing I, that I point out in my book that's very important that I want people to realize is that a vision and a dream are two separate things. A lot of people, you know, have dreams, but, you know, uh, they get it confused with a vision. What you think may be a dream is actually uh, your vision. So without going into detail, uh, you know, just get the book, and, I was, and it'll be explained in there the difference between what a vision and what a dream is. So, uh, so yeah, Bible print is on Amazon.com and Lulu.com for nine nine nine. Hmm, that's interesting. I like um, the concept of that uh, because we need that, especially right. in the the time we're living. Um, so, why do you? not from the youth perspective, but as adults, why do you think we kind of, um, so many people shy away from their dream or, you know, purpose that God has sent them in the earth to do? Right. Well, because one thing that I, I stated in my book is that they think they need all this and that. Like, you, you think you need the bells and whistles. You think you need this big bank account. You think you need this money to go out and do this. But actually, you've got to, the stuff, you have the stuff already. You know what I'm saying? God knows it. Like I said, you, the vision, God gave you everything. It's already planned out. You just got to be obedient and follow the steps. But uh, everything you have to start the vision is you already have it. And see, that's the thing that, you know, I try to make people comprehend is that you've got enough to get started. You know what I'm saying? Just start it. God will take care of the rest. But see, people want to get to the end result before they get started. They think of the end result, and so that's what, uh, you know, kind of uh, stifle uh, the idea or stifle the growth is because they start out, but then it don't go how they want to go, so they, you know what I'm saying, quench the spirit. You know, the Bible say don't quench the spirit, but a lot of people do because they think that they're not cut out or it's just not what it is. But the thing is, you're looking for the end result when God just wants you to start it and he and he'll handle the rest. So uh, I think that that's 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 a problem. The main problem is that they want to, you know, how that saying go: push the uh, horse before the carriage, or push the cart before the horse. However, that that saying is, but you know where I'm uh, getting at, though. So, so yeah, that's that, that's what I think. That's what I think. 
And I agree. I've seen just from my, you know, um, the time being as, you know, as an author or even as a coach, um, is the that and fear. People like, right. well, how can I do this? And, you know, well, I, what about so-and-so instead of remembering that God already has an audience for you? So right. we exactly. thinking, you know, in a sense, like you said, um, you know, oh, it's going to be these millions of people. It may be that one person that God wants you to begin with because he That's said right. you're faithful right. over a few things, he'll make you rule over many. many. So um, I agree with that part. Now, my next question is, how um, is there anyone that inspired you we, other than God? Who's somebody that really inspired you? Um, as you were a kid and as you um, got older? Um, that's a good question. Uh, my, my, my dad, I would have to say my dad, man. Uh, my dad, I love my dad to death. Uh, he was somebody who um, uh, he really didn't do nothing big. It's just my dad was very optimistic. He had the right attitude about things. Like, my dad didn't let none of him stress him out. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, uh, growing up, when we faced trials and, you know, tribulations growing up, you know, in the house, uh, my dad just had this aura, had this calm spirit about himself that he didn't let it bother him or let it bother the family. So uh, that kind of, he kind of instilled that in me that, 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 you know, when times get tough, the tough get going. You know, my dad didn't he he didn't look at problems as a problem. He he looked at it as you know what I'm saying what's the solution, and so that's kind of how I go into things, and that's what kind of you know molded me who I am today because I'm, I'm a very optimistic person. I don't look at the problems, I look at the solution. So uh, uh, I guess my dad would be the person closest to me, and uh, let me see as far as. Uh, I really don't have nobody book-wise. Uh, I got into read. I, I didn't like to read first. You know, I hated to read. But it's funny, like I said, you know, how God just takes you to stage in your life. Uh, when I graduated high school, I went to college. I went to a Jordan Fremler, and um, I stayed with my aunt. And she didn't have cable, so it was so boring over her house. So what I would do is go to the library and read. And so that's how I got the uh, the net for reading. You know what I'm saying? First of all, I started out with reading things that I like. And see, once you do that, you'll get in the habit of reading, and then you'll start, you know, reading other things that you really don't know about, and that's how you get the knowledge. And so that's when my love for reading came in. And so I put my love for reading and, you know, my love for being optimistic and that's when my love for writing came in at. So I said, you know, I'm going to put two and two together. I'm going to encourage people to be optimistic through books. You know what I'm saying? So uh, uh, so my dad and I guess just just different things in my life kind of was an inspiration. But, you know, I don't have, like, no no role model, nothing that, you know, kind of inspired me. It just kind of, uh, kind of manifested itself on its own. So, yeah, that wasn't, you know, too much. Um, oh, that was good. That was good. Um, and um, my next question is, um, what do, what else do you have um, that you're going to 
be working on or something you're working on right now? Okay. Uh, I'm going to do a podcast uh, called uh, True, uh, True, True Christian Hip Hop Stories. Uh, you know how uh, Dave Chappelle had on his show True Hollywood Stories. Uh, uh, a lot of people at my job or a lot of people that I come in contact with who's really not familiar with, you know, the Bible or whatever, I, you know what I'm saying, share with them, you know, stories of the Bible. And they say, you know what I'm saying, it's encouraging them because they never heard anybody, you know, speak on the Bible like that. So I may take a lesson or a story out of the Bible and kind of, you know, break it down into layman's terms where they'll understand. So the Holy Spirit gave me this uh, idea to do a podcast where I'm going to take stories from the Bible and kind of uh, take song titles from uh, rap music and, and mesh them and, 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 you know, do a, like a little 10-minute sermon on it so people who ain't really familiar with the Bible or people who never opened the Bible can kind of, you know, understand. They can get an understanding about the Bible. So that's the next thing I got uh, coming up. I'm going to try to launch that within the next month. I'm going to try to do a pilot at first just to see what kind of reaction I get. And if I get a you know good reaction, get vibe off a good vibe off on it, then I'm a, uh you know keep it going. But uh, yeah, that's the next thing I'm do. True hip, true Christian hip hop story. I'm gonna take story from the Bible and song titles from rap music and mesh them together. So you know what I'm saying they can get a better understanding of uh you know of, of the Bible and which will hopefully lead them to you know have a personal relationship with Christ. So that's what it's all about. Uh, anyway, that's the bottom line. And I'm just going to keep, you know, pushing Bible print. Uh, I haven't even really marketed that yet. So uh, I'm going to do that for a whole year, just like I did How to Be Cool. Still going to market How to Be Cool. So I'm just going to, you know, kind of just double down on things I already got and, uh, you know, launch this podcast. And also, also, thankful for you again, once again, uh, Angie Beast Productions is doing the uh, audio book for uh, Bible print. So I'm really, really excited about that. And uh, like I said, by being in your group, I was able to, you know, patch in on that opportunity. So I thank you, and I definitely thank uh, Angie B for uh, Angie B Production. Amen. And Angie B is awesome. She's been a member of Hope in Christ since 2015, since it opened. So she's she's a great resource. She also does events, too, so you can reach out to her to connect because she looks for people to connect with. So that's another idea for you. Oh, okay. okay. Now my last question I have for you is um, what would be, if you could choose one quote, what would be your favorite quote? Okay, good. What is my favorite quote? Oh, my favorite quote, well, it's not a quote. It's more than a scripture. But this is what I say to my book as well. Uh, 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 Ecclesiastes, the race, not to the swift, not to the strong, is not to the wise, but time and chance happen to them all. That means that no matter, it don't matter how smart you are, it don't matter what kind of environment you grew up in, it don't matter, you know, what kind of obstacles you got in your way, God is going to give you an opportunity to make something of yourself. It's up to you to take advantage of it. That scripture right there is, man, that kind of catapulted everything that I'm doing because I know that God going to do his part. I got to do my part. So that's that's my all-time uh, favorite 
uh, quote or scripture, however you want to, you know, call it. Amen. I agree. Amen. I agree. And you have um, where people can reach out to you on Facebook and Instagram. Is there an email or a website or anything else that they can um, reach out to you through? Oh, yeah. They can reach out to me at uh, Eldersmith100 at gmail.com, uh, Snapchat, Eldersmith100. Uh, again, uh, Facebook, uh, Arthur Todd Marcel. Um, what else? Instagram, uh, learn how to be cool book, uh, and yeah, that's it uh, for right now. But yeah, those are the uh, channels uh, they can reach me at. So uh, reach me if you need coaching. You want me to come to your school, do some motivational speaking. If you want to get a book, whatever it is, if you just want to talk, whatever it is, you know, reach out to me. I'm here. I answer ASAP. Uh, I you know hit you back. Uh, quickly, it won't be no day, two days. I uh, get back, get back in touch with you uh, as soon as possible. Amen, and thank you for coming on. We're gonna pray out, and um, also we can connect to do something for you know youth because that's one of my greatest passions as well. Um, so we can connect offline and and try to put it together. So we're gonna go ahead and pray out, and thank you for joining us today. Uh, thank you. Thank thank you. Don't thank me. Thank you, man. You, you made it all possible. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I tip my hat off to you. I'm really, really appreciative. And keep keep doing what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? Keep, you know, uh, allowing the opportunity for us, you know, independent, you know, uh, people trying to, uh, you know, just make a way in the world, trying to make the world a better place. So thank Denise. Thank Denise Walker, everybody. Excellent woman. Amen. To God be the glory. Father, we thank Amen. you for your uh, man of God. Father, we thank you, Lord God, and we pray that you would bless his family. You would bless him that he, in his endeavors and everything that he does. Father, we pray, oh God, that those that are listening, oh God, would know that how to be cool came from you. So we thank you and we bless your name, oh God, and you gave us the blueprint to go forth in the earth, and we thank you for your son. We bless you, and we magnify you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you all for tuning in to Hope in Christ with Denise here on Kingdom Influences broadcast. Continue to walk in hope in Christ and walk in your true identity in him.